This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You know, that's not at all. I called Guess Who this morning. Who? Uh, the, the Guess Who, the, the band, oh. Randy Bachman. Okay. I called him this morning and I said, would you do me a favor and call Brittany and tell her, American woman, get away from me. Yeah, I wish that was the case. You came in and immediately, without, a, it was like a two-second pause. What is it, a tomb in here? Well, Jesus Christ, I walk in this place and say, What do you want us to, I'm let's so. Let's go. I'm so confused. Let's get be, fired up. Come on, sister. You want us to be doing like lunges here in place? Oh, and like, smiling ah! would be nice, saying hello. I, a, we both said hello. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. I Nope. You're out of the mix. I'm going to film our next morning. <laughs> You're going to film it, And just you? have proof that, yes, of course we say hello. No, you don't. Yes, we you go, here, Okay, here's how it is. Like, Yeah, well, that's what you hear, which that's is what you probably, do. you bad hearing, you Honestly, got 20 human. years of torture from you. 20 years that's of torture. That's all I'm saying. It's torture it's just, all across I, the board. I made a huge mistake last night, and I didn't know I was making a huge mistake last night. Mm-hmm. Because Catherine's out. And by the way, let me run this by both of you and all of our listeners. What does Catherine know that I don't? Because I, I look at the weather every day. Is it a coincidence that she happens to leave town when the weather's going to be horrible for seven straight days? Is that just, is that a coincidence? She's smart. Oh, that's what it is. She just gets the hell out. She's just like, I need a break from... Well, Oh, so you look at me. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, she just needs a break from her everyday rigmarole. Oh, yeah, because that's shoulder to the wheel. There's Same. no doubt about it. Same. No, but I, I just, uh, it's ama- every time she leaves town, the weather sucks. I don't well, get it. I mean, I also think, I mean, I'm not a therapist. Yes, you are. You just seem you to. You need therapy. You just seem to notice anything that's bad when she's gone. You think that's what it is, really? Yeah, because I hate when she's gone. I uh, do. I hate it. We are aware. I talked to your friend Mike Bilski this morning when he called you. <laughs> and he Bilsky goes, called in, yeah. He's like, I was like, he's unbearable today. And he goes, it's because Catherine's gone. Mm, probably. Could, uh, what do you mean unbearable? You are unbearable. Uh, you're such a candy ass. It's unbelievable. Like I said, you walk in here, it's like, it's like quiet for two seconds palomino do you want me to read like this yeah now you're cooking with gas yeah could you play a little music behind you when you do that yeah that'd be fantastic i'll play music when you come in i will tell you one thing what this is for all the listeners and both of you i on the way in every day i listen to a different morning show on the way in yeah you know, at first I listened to a lot of Hubbard morning shows because I wanted to familiarize myself with the people and stuff and this, that, and the other thing. But honest to God, there are some things being said in other, other on other radio stations that aren't owned by the Hubbard. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't understand. What happened to it? I don't know. You're, why are you putting yourself through torture like that? Because it's my job to know what's going on, sister. Well, what are they saying? Yeah, tell us. I, it, oh God, there was one example of... I, I think mostly what it is, Rudy, is they, they're really trying hard to be funny. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to be funny, you're not funny. Well, I don't know if you know this, Tom, but uh, radio people, as an essence, in their whole... As an essence, ty- I like that. Typically, not funny. You're 100% right. That's why they do radio. <laughs> well, see, I agree with you. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. There's no question about that. It, I, I, I just, but see, I never got up. 
this late. Yeah. So I never got to listen to morning shows because we were the first morning show on sure. over at the Q. So I haven't heard morning radio in 37 years. It would drive me nuts. When I was doing uh, a morning show in Wisconsin, I told the program director, uh, they were trying to put me with some people that I said, they're not funny. Right. And they said, uh, well, I know, but they have radio experience. I said, I don't give a shit if they have radio experience. <laughs> give me some, let me find somebody. Let me go to like the improv troops. Let me go around local. You guys aren't paying dick anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right, right. I'll find somebody who's willing to come in here for 20k a year who is funny and i can teach them how to push uh, push a button like a monkey it's not that hard but give me somebody who is funny and they're like we think we're gonna go with uh devin out of uh, davenport iowa i'm like devin sucks like devin should not be on the radio right and yeah so that's where it happens is that somebody gets six months under their belt in a small market yeah. and someone's like oh we can pay this guy peanuts to come and work for us oh that i think that's exact especially these hedge fund owned radio stations yeah they want to spend as little money as possible and that's why their product sucks. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you think there's a lot of that going on in America, not just in radio, but obviously at every level? You want to know where you see it the most? Mm. Healthcare. Really? These poor nurses. It's oh, I didn't know that. Awful. <clears throat> it's awful what hospitals are doing to nurses right now. Uh -huh. Just terrible. What are they doing? Well, they're spending so much in, they're almost making it like a, my mom has been healthcare and a nurse for oh, you know, okay. 35 oh, years. Wow. And she teaches nursing and has been around it forever. And basically what they are doing is they are just trying to get Yelp reviews. Oh. They, they are making the hospital almost into a hotel. They want your stay. Instead of giving the nurses what they need to be able to make you, make you better or make their jobs easier, they want the, the customer at the end of the day to be like, no, there was a very nice picture frame in our, my, uh, my hospital room. It's like, who cares about any of that stuff? Why are you spending money on remodeling rooms when you barely have enough? Right. You don't have the supplies to be able to keep your patients healthy. They're taking basically. Wow. They're taking the no pun intended. They're taking the 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 knife out of the surgeon's hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean with nurse. Yeah, and what Ru same thing with what Rudy's talking about is like, so their big thing too is they want to make money because it's a hospital. That's it. Yeah. And so they're finding that man, if we cut back here, cut back here, and I'm telling you, Rudy's so spot on. Nurses are getting <clears throat> the the terrible end of this deal because they're working overtime and then keep in mind every nurse is the last person who distributes medication who distributes you know the doctor's orders so if they screw up it's on them even if the pharmacist the doctor wrote the wrong prescription the 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 pharmacist prescribes the wrong prescription if that nurse hands it to them it's on them yeah you're and right. and they're overworked and they're like uh, there's not enough help. I mean, it's wild. Nurses right now, that's a hard profession. Why don't we focus on people who actually want to work their ass off and protect them instead of they fall victims to everything? Why do we do that? I don't know. It makes no sense it, to me. Nurses feel like the middle class of America. Yeah, I, I know. What, well, you think lower middle class? Well, like, we're the ones that, like, the middle class is the one that always gets squeezed out. Well, that's true. You yeah. know? Yes, and, like, they true. always take the brunt of everything. And I, I feel know. like nurses are definitely, like, the whipping post. And, like, we were Sad. so lucky. I'm telling you, because we went to um, Fairview Southdale Hospital for GoGo for being, you know, for delivering her. Mm -hmm. I, and I loved her. Our doctor was fine. We saw her for... Maybe in a cumulative 10 minutes, mm -hmm. the whole time, it was constant nurses, constant. And it was just, God, they were, I, I bet you people name their babies after them all the time. I bet Probably. you, because yeah. they were the most talented people I think I've ever met. And they cared so much. And they were like, tell, I, I, 
it was shocking to me. I was like, I know what they're, you know, I actually, you know, I kind of have an idea what they're getting paid and the hours they're asked to work and they still show up. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, as you know, I just said that, you know, you two are the only cancers left in my life after I had that one cut out of my cheek. <laughs> you know what I mean? So dramatic. No, I, but honestly, when I had that cut out, yeah. I, what do you mean I'm so dramatic? <laughs> anyway, so when I went in, I had to do the checkup, and yeah. I, then I had the surgery and blah, blah, blah. The nurses, you couldn't believe how wonderful they I were. know. Friendly, got a smile on their face. Hey, let me help you out. You okay? Is there anything hurt? Or anything? They're wonderful, wonderful people. It must be because it's their calling, because yeah. you don't do it for money. You don't do it right. for fame. You must do it because you really want to help people, and it, man... That shows. I I loved our nurses. We got I got pushed out to the car in a wheelchair because you do whenever you have surgery they take mm -hmm. you out in a wheelchair. Did <laughs> somebody nurse. walk by and go sugar tit all the sugar way? Sugar tit all the way, Tom. Get your ass out of that wheelchair. She pushes me up to the car, mm -hmm. and as I'm standing up to get because I you know I could stand. I, it was on my face, not on my legs or back or anything, yeah. so I had no trouble walking or whatever. Yeah. But I get up to get in the car. She goes, "What are you doing?" And I said. I'm getting in the car. She goes, not yet you aren't. And she gives me a big hug. Aww. I mean, how sweet is that? That's what a nurse really is. They care enough. They kind of form like a relationship with you. I know it's a short-term relationship. Sure. Hopefully it is, But it's it great. Is, yeah. Well, you could hang on forever. You never know, right? No, I, I agree with you both 100% that, that nurses. I don't think we've ever had any nurses in my family. I, I don't think. Although my mother only went through the eighth grade, so I don't think you can become a nurse when you've only been through eighth grade. Yeah. You think? No, I think I... But, you know, you can do, um, you know, uh, assistant nursing without a degree. Yeah, um, that's true. There's a, there's a lot of really cool things. It's just, man, those people are compassionate. I've, they are. We did um, last... In fall, I did fall semester in nursing school this last year, and I did a clinical in a long-term care facility, and... Man, people are impressive. They will make things work with little to no resources. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, I understand. I agree with you both completely on that. I don't think I've ever run into a nurse that was a pain in the ass. I don't think that's ever happened to me. No, no, no uh, nurse ratchets in your life? No, not that I'm, I'm thinking back as far as I can. I, they're always very, very pleasant. Hmm. And almost every one of them are listeners. They were at this thing that, that I just did in, back in March. Uh, one thing I do have to tell you guys, though, because I ran into some people again yesterday, and I talked to Amy about this. So she's putting up instructions on how to on our website on how to download the podcast. Mm -hmm. I had three more people yesterday come up and go, "Are you ever going to get back into radio?" I said, "No. Why? What do you mean?" They said, "Well, we'd like to listen." I said, "Oh, so you don't even know I am." Most people, and this is how it always is, by the way, with with you know podcasting particularly, is at first about five percent of the people even know you're on the air. That's a bitch to get over that hump, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to be aggressive about it. You got to, yeah, I, I would say right now about 5 to 7% of the Twin Cities even know the show is on. That's a bitch, don't you think? Well, I, I feel like we need to get more friends. Get out there. <laughs> you're not going to get any more friends. You don't have any friends because no, you know you're what? a disaster. I didn't say, you're right. First, step, step <laughs> yeah. one, I'll get one friend. <laughs> and then I'm going to double that. Alex. Yeah. I got Alex, that's Catherine, true. That's two. That's two. 
Does Jude count? Jude counts because he loves you. Um, no doubt about it. Well, Rudy's been doing a good job with our videos, and they're getting yep. more and more traction. So I don't know. Indeed. What do you want me to do? Get a billboard? I'm just telling you. I'm the, I don't need you to do anything other than be in a good mood for once. You are in a good mood. It's kind of eerie. I'm always in a good mood. Oh, the really? Two of you are a goddamn disaster. Can I get that in I writing? Like I'm always in a good mood. Always. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. You know what? Honest to God, I have known people, if they ever are happy, it means they're not happy. They're just trying to cover up their displeasure. Oh, that's terrifying. Have you ever met somebody like that? Yeah. Like when they pretend to be happy, it's like, oh, God, better stay away from him. It's like when they're singing, all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's going to be some problems. Yeah, I don't like being around those people. I get nervous around people that are unpredictable. That is, yeah, I could see that being a problem. But yeah, I, I, we're, we're, thank you so much for coming up and saying hello. And they love the show, by the way. That's now 18 people in the last couple of two, three weeks, whatever it's been, uh, that, that have come up. And we're trying to figure out, you know what? I'm going to follow Joe Souchere's lead, though. I didn't, I didn't know that he did this, but I was told yesterday, so I'm going to start doing it too. Whenever somebody like that would walk up to him when his show started, what is that, five years ago or whatever? Mm-hmm. Something like that. He would say, well, if you don't mind, just give me your phone. He would, he would go on their phone and put the app on there and go, here, here's how you listen to the show. That's what I did at uh, See, Park Tavern. Yeah, you did. That's I right. did you that did. with a bunch of people at Park Tavern because they were saying, yep. well, da, da, da. And I said, just give me your phone. But I do that. I have terrible boundaries, if anyone didn't notice. Do and you? I try to steal your phone constantly whenever you're like, well, I can't do this. I'm like, just give me your phone. Because yeah, you and Alex both are big at that. Just give it because I'm not going to talk you through it. No, I don't want you to talk me through. Talk me down, man. <laughs> talk me off the cliff. I cannot. No, I, I, one of the reasons maybe it is that I come in, because you guys don't watch the news before you come in in the morning, right? No. You were both telling me God, you don't, no. you don't God, watch no. the news. Who has time to do I stuff? have to watch the news to know what the hell's good. There might be some big stuff cooking, right? But you carry that baggage with you. I know. You do. There's no question about that. There's a story this morning, and I'm like, really? But I've gotten to the point I'm laughing about this stuff now. There is a outfit out there that wants uh, college students who are going to medical school to be separated by race. What? Yep. They want to, They no. think they can get better focus if they're all the same race. No, that's not a real That thing. is a fact. You can look it up right on your computer. You're there, finding sister. news stories that are finding... You're going to, like, that is the weirdest yeah. thing to get hyper-focused I, on. Are you sure you're not going to theonion.com? Yeah, I should is. go to the Onion. Be, I'd have a better time, I'll tell mm-hmm. you that. Is that still good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I used to love the Onion back in the day. No, I watch all five of the, uh, the national deals while I'm walking. See, I, I go for, like, a mile and a half walk in my house in the morning. Which is, um, I would not. I've I got to be honest with you, though. If I don't do it, it changes me. One of the reasons I'm in such a good mood when I get here is because I work out before I come here. I blows my mind when we had the talk about you guys' dogs pooping and you picking it up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was drinking coffee this morning, watching Murphy poop in our front yard, going, I'm not going to pick that up. And mm-hmm. I thought of both of them. It was you. in your yard, though. Yeah, yeah. Watch. I'm just saying, yeah, like, I mean, thinking of Rudy running out there in the morning, picking oh, up do. his dog's poop in the morning. Yeah. Yep. I have a flashlight in my mouth every morning. No See, there you go. I have a cup of coffee in one hand and a poop bag in the other with a flashlight in my mouth, and I pick up after my dog because it is the grossest thing to be walking through someone's yards that it's just covered in dog crap. Um, I, well, we do it almost every day as we walk around and pick up poop, but I'm going to get you a headlamp because I feel like... It's a good thing. Mi- we're gonna miner's get, helmet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're going <laughs> to see you like on next door. They'll be like, dear man at 5 a.m. with lamp on head. <laughs> 
Please stay awesome. out of our window. But in any case, I mean, one of us does it, and I, I, I'm happy doing it because I've been doing it my whole damn life. Is I do watch all the different news stations for about five minutes apiece, something like that, because you always get their top stories. Uh, so, yeah, I, I go for like, the 30 minute walk or whatever so i can get all five of them in that i guess it's about six minutes a piece something like that mm -hmm. and the reason i do that is i want to make sure there's something not real serious going on that we all should know about and blah 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 but then you you do pick up what i really what struck me about this whole deal and i, I did you look up the story to know that i'm telling you the truth i looked it up yep. and it's so old i don't know what well it might, it might be a different one then um, was this, this one just happened this week, or last week, I guess. This was 2022, April. Yeah, this is, this is new. Trend of racially segregating campus events is putting institutions on dangerous legal ground. There you go. So I don't, yeah, I can't and find the new one. You know why they're doing this, of course. Mm -mm. Did you ever read The Art of War? Everyone should be required to read The Art of War. Um, I've read some of it. You have, okay. Yes. So you know the number one thing you do in the art of war is separate and, and conquer. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're trying to keep us all separate as much as they can because then they can just kick our ass and they win all the fights. Yeah. And by they, I'm talking about the politicians but and the big business people. I don't think this is as widespread. Like somebody on that news organization, organization found this and was like, I'm going to make this a top story. But this is not widespread. That's... Well, it is this morning. I mean, this is a, this is this, this, that one's a year and a half old. You said, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is new. Um, I wish I, I, you know, maybe I should have jotted down. What, and again, it's not that big a story. I don't want to focus on the story. That's not what I'm saying. I want to focus on the fact that this divide and conquer thing is getting bigger and bigger and bigger in America. And don't forget, the smaller your group gets, the easier it is to kick your ass. Yeah. So you, be careful with all this stuff. That's all I'm saying. Right. Good call. My mom just texted and said it's uh, nurses week this week. So it was a good time to uh, give it. a pat oh, on the back to the nurses. So. Your mom's so neat. There you like, have it. I didn't know your mom taught nurses, too. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, it's nurses week. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Matt, he said, thank you for saying all the wonderful things about nurses. He um, made sure we know that he's right about nursing. It's hard. Um, we had a lot, a lot of people write in saying... Thanks for talking so nicely about nurses. But you have to understand something. I made it very clear. I support nurses except for Matt. Except for He's Matt. He's the only one we don't support, and that's just how it is. He knows what he did. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he did. Now, we, I have I got to be honest with you. I'm very serious. I was trying to think about this. I have never had a pain-in-the-ass nurse in my life. They've always been very, very nice to me. You know, so I assume they're being nice to everybody, mm -hmm. right? I'll give you an example. I go in at, uh, I was 18 years old going in uh, to have surgery because I, of course, as a young teen, started lifting weights. And when you're not doing it right, you could get a hernia rather easily. And that's what that whole thing was. So I'm going in to get this hernia fixed. I'm 18 years old. And it was the Idle Hospital. I, don't, I think it's a, I don't know what it is now. It used to be a hospital right there on Loring Park, Spruce Place. Uh, it's kind of on the west side of Loring Park. Uh, the building's still there, but it's not a hospital anymore. But I'm going in, I'm having this deal, and I had a probably at that time, probably about a 40-year-old nurse that was pushing the gurney or whatever the hell you call it into the operating room. And she was a black woman, very nice, and I bring it up for a reason. Because I was reading a book at that time. This was the late 60s, so 
you know, looking at all these different groups and there was, you know, all this stuff going on. I was reading a book called Black Power because I wanted to know what it was all about, what, 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 the, what drives it, all this great stuff. So she's, I'm reading it while I'm waiting to go into the, to the operating room. And she comes over, she's pushing me the operating room. She goes, Black Power, huh? Why are you reading that? And I said, well, I'm just trying to get educated, trying to find out stuff I might not know and, you know, figure out where I stand and all this stuff. She said, son, let me tell you one thing. Um, the more you're educated, the more they're going to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> she said, don't do this to yourself because they're going to take advantage of you at every turn. Oh, my God. She was wonderful. She's she a wonderful funny. nurse. I, I thought the world of that woman, i got to be honest with you. We do have to take a break here. I want to go into a little weather first, though, because the weather sucks for the next week. Catherine leaves town, and the weather sucks. Partial sun with an isolated afternoon or evening shower or thunderstorm possible, the high of 74. Um, Wednesday, warmer with mixed sun and clouds, isolated afternoon thunderstorm. Well, maybe, maybe we're... Oh, these mo mostly look like thunderstorms that aren't going to last uh, all day, obviously. So we'll see. Thursday, warm with a few showers or thunderstorms, a high of 80. So 74, 80, and 80 for the next three days. It's 54 and 55 right now, as a matter of fact, and, and cloudy. But, yeah, there, I, my, this says it's going to rain all day, but some of the other ones say it's not going to rain all day. So I guess we'll have to find out who's making money if it rains all day, right? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. is that mostly what it's about? It's like, hey, we can make some dough. Let's get them out there. I mean, I hope that now we're not to the point that weather is trying to make us money, too. Well, there's a possibility, though, isn't there? Stop. I don't know. Have you ever watched the Weather Channel? I don't watch Weather Channel. No? I used to. Oh, uh, yeah. Weather on the 8th. Dangerous storms may be headed your way. <laughs> That's what oh, I'm Okay. Absolutely. Well, I, what's going to happen? Here. I'll be here. You are going to tell me for another 15 minutes? I'm telling oh, you. Oh, God. I think that's right on the damn money. Mm -hmm. I think that is right on the money. It's just, oh, yeah, it's going to be absolutely horrible. Run and hide. Yep. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that's exactly why I stopped watching the Weather Channel, because it was always kind of leaning negative. Always. Always something terrible is coming your way. It's true. All right, we do need to take a break here. Be right back in a couple of minutes, right after this, ladies and gentlemen. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow. And now, with brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning, flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free. It's a great offer with promo code TOM, T-O-M. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the United States and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146. That's 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant for Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. 
Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been a partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Tom Bernard is currently getting his steps in because he is a man of fitness. Doing my stair work. A real Jack LaLanne, if you will. A real Mr. LaLanne. <laughs> Are they all going to be, oh, Jack LaLanne, there you go. Oh, I ran back. Um, that's impressive. I didn't realize it was such a short segment. Um, Just tell the sales department to get off their ass. Of course I will. That's my job, is I tell people what to do. <laughs> well, me? You tell me what to do my that's whole true. life. That's true. Because you're a goddamn disaster. All right, I got somebody calling in. Um, All right. This is He's calling in here in a little bit, but his name's Taylor Price. Oh, he, yeah, okay. He wrote his email. I read it to you this morning about how he's trying to start a podcast himself. He wants some tips and tricks, some advice. He's a Run young away. kid. I watched some of his YouTube. I find, I think he seems talented. I'm not saying I said run away from you is no. what I meant. Yeah, I know. I wasn't listening to what you said. I was just finishing my sentence. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so, that makes sense. Good. Um, so he should be calling in any minute. Um, I like it. Yeah, so Taylor Price podcast. We're going to see you, see if it's worth it. I don't know. We're going to find out. See if it's worth it. I'm just trying to build Very... them, build up. Okay? Oh, you're getting us excited? Yeah, because I'm obviously... Yeah, because we've got about eight minutes right now. It'd be a good time if he does call in. That'd be I wonderful. told him. We'll see. Because Kristen Burt comes on at 35, so it'd be a really good time to have him on. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that, the fact that people want to... One thing that we were talking about this a little bit earlier 
And then people go, you know, sometimes I like that when you don't, you know, either you're not back or, you know, whomever is not back. I said, this is not a radio show. Even if it was. And even if it was, I don't care. Like, I, I never actually did a radio show. Well, I suppose when I was on at night, I did. Like, there's just <clears> no, yeah. It's not, it's not that big a deal. Any no, other. it's just not. And everybody, and it, well, we talked about this earlier. If you're trying to be funny, you're not funny. And if you're trying to, just calm down, be yourself, and people will either like you or they won't. And if they like you, you're, you're good. Yeah, and sometimes they don't, and it hurts your feelings, and that's okay, too. Why would your feelings be hurt by somebody you don't I'm even just know? totally joking. No, you're not. No, I am absolutely I can see joking. the devastation in your eyes. I couldn't be more unfazed. <laughs> Like, if I, you guys, how sad if I was this, had this personality, and this was me trying to get people to like me. Like, I would be doing such a bad job. I am an abrasive person. I've accepted. Are you abrasive? I don't, let me think about that if you're abrasive. You're a pain in the ass. Yeah. But I don't know about abrasive. I see Taylor called in. Oh, is Taylor on with us? I'm excited. I'm excited for this kiddo. Okay, I'm excited because I love the idea of somebody who wants to get in the industry messaging people. Like, that's cool. Indeed. Taylor's on line one, by the way. I got to, uh, what do you mean, by the way? You were just on the phone. <laughs> he goes, by the way. Oh, no, no, no. I, I didn't mean like, by the way, we should move on to this. No, I was just, I I was just letting you guys know so that I didn't have to quickly throw it up on the screen. Oh, you couldn't yeah. You couldn't hear her talking about that? I couldn't, no. Oh, no. she was talking about the fact that you were talking to Taylor. Oh, I didn't hear that. No, no, no of course sorry. you did. Oh, no, no, I was on the phone. I, yeah. I'm with Rudy on this. Yep, You're sorry being about crazy that. with the What by are the way. You, you? There's nothing to be with Hi, Taylor. Anywhere. Welcome to the show. Oh, My name's Tom Bernard. Taylor? I'm a big deal. Taylor, do me a favor and run away from radio people. <laughs> Seriously, run as fast as you can, because they're all oh, nuts. Man. Well, if you're a real radio person, you can't run. Well, that's true. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's, that. a very, that's a very good point. You can't even run at any speed. So, ladies and gentlemen, i got to do a chucker yeah, here. You yeah, ready? Give him a big intro. Would you leave me alone? I'm excited. I've, I've been in a business now for like three, four months. <laughs> I got it. Now, you just ruined the segue there. You really oh, just I trampled ru- my segue. Okay, this is- I was going to go on and do the chug and go, our very special guest, Taylor Sheridan, writes every big... Have you seen... Is there anything that Taylor Sheridan's not writing right now on television? Uh, no, not at all. Taylor, do you, want, do, you, do you pay attention to that, the fact that Taylor Sheridan's the, by far the hottest writer in Hollywood? Uh, probably not. Maybe I'm, I'm out of the loop on that one. Okay, well, get your head out of your ass, Taylor. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you got a podcast to put together. You better know about Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, no, Damn I'll it. I'll learn. I got, I got some homework to do. That's okay with me. Taylor, do you watch, do you watch streaming uh, ever? I mean, I do, yeah, all the time. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's the best television we've ever had, I think, anyway. Are you going to do radio and, I'm not radio, but podcasting and television? I'd like to do, you know, Video podcasting would be the, the ideal form. Yeah, it's a better uh, way think, to put it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The best, I think, the best form of that content is to be, you know, have video and audio, be able to put clips together and highlights and stuff like that. Okay, now how did how did uh, Brittany get familiar with you? So I I just sent an email because I'm I'm a I just like to learn very very wide range of things I like to do. So I, I was curious to learn if there was a, you know, a way I could capitalize on some of the other skills that I have, because I'm a, I'm a multimedia producer. I, I feel like I, there's more I could be doing to help uh, you know, boost the image of these podcasts that I'm working on. You know what you should do, and I'm very serious about this, if you have the time, if you don't have time, I understand, but just talking to you for one or two minutes, we should, this summer, of course, gotta, the weather's got to be better. 
we should give you uh, a mic and put you on the street. You could be Taylor on the street. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should do that. That's because we used to do that back in the day, and it's you run into some fascinating stuff. What time do you get out of bed in the morning? I mean, I'm I'm out of bed at five usually. Okay, and then what time do you start working? Uh, nowadays, I work at around seven seven thirty. Okay, so you can move it to seven thirty, or you take could you take a break in like the not the nine o'clock hour? Um. Uh, I could. I mean, technically, I get a whole hour to myself any time during the day. Oh, so that's good. What do you guys think of that? Putting Taylor on the, the Taylor on the street. I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. It's a great idea. I do. And you can be a smart ass because nobody's going to bother you. It'd be wonderful. Oh, I'd love that. I definitely. I grew up doing that. Taylor, where'd you grow up? So I grew up uh, Coon Rapids and Blaine. My parents okay. were they're very very nice people. Very really, you know, put us in. A nice place, but you know, I grew up playing baseball, basketball, and golf, and I think sports really was integrated in everything I did. So, uh, broadcasting became a thing because I would watch Sports Center, and mm-hmm. uh, Stuart Scott was just my my favorite broadcaster of all time. So when he passed away, I kind of yeah. felt like I needed to try to do something to kind of push forward towards that because I was I was just kind of slack and I wasn't really doing too much at the time. No. I- Brittany, how did you find out about Taylor? So Taylor had emailed me. Oh, and okay. the more I listen to you, Taylor, I would have to say, um, if I was to give you any advice, is stock Rudy. And I mean that in the <laughs> That's nice. most casual, That's less nice. threatening way is because you and him are so similar. Rudy is our producer, and he is also like, I can't even, I think he falls in the same realm of not being able to put words to everything he does. He does a little bit of, you know, where he, he does well, he does a lot of audio editing, a lot of video editing. He's like constantly playing around with how to make videos and um, all these all these cool things he does. He writes bits. He does all this stuff. So like, that's the guy I feel like you got to model your career around because he is so on the same realm. And I, I love that you're incorporating video already. I mean, your YouTube is so fun, but Taylor Price podcast, I think, yeah, this is so exciting. I'm, I hope, I hope that you for the best for you. I appreciate that. I, I, I know that like, I'm just getting on, you know, I'm on the ground floor of what I could be doing. And I, I took a hiatus after college because I thought the real world needed, I needed to do what the real world was asking me to do. And instead, I feel like I realized my, my creative passions were kind of put on the wayside. And I don't know, I got kicked in the butt recently by a friend of mine who does music. And oh. I don't know, I've been, I've been really happy to go behind the scenes and learn about his stuff. And it, it pushed me to get back, back into podcasting and producing and um, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. I, I just producing videos for this uh, athlete training program I do as well. Oh, so wait a minute. Being kicked in the ass was a good thing. Oh yeah, no. Anytime. Well, I, I, I thought you meant he literally so kicked you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm like what? I'm a I'm the type of person that like I'll learn even if I fall flat on my face. I, I'm I put my whole head in the grindstone to learn because it's just something that helps me. Like I'm I'm not afraid to to fall flat on my face. That is a good thing because what you want to do, most people, and you know, the people on the show were talking about that this morning already. If your goal is to go out and just, oh, I'm going to be a radio announcer, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, just be yourself, Taylor. You've got a great personality mm-hmm. already. I mean, obviously, 
uh, Brittany sat down and started reading me the story about you. That where where did you find that story, Brittany? He emailed. But I mean, uh, didn't you find another story on him or something? Nope. He, oh, he, was, he, he wrote, that, he wrote too, that whole okay. email, and then I just oh, looked okay. him up on a bunch of um, his podcasts and his YouTube channel. So we probably should do Taylor if you have any desires. Have you pop in, uh, you know, do the show for about 10, 15 minutes one day. And if if you have any, uh, look, Man on the Street is a great thing to do, particularly when it's thirty below, and I can laugh at you for being outside. <laughs> That'd be phenomenal. I'll have a- I'll be cracking jokes about how I was born and raised for this, but no one <laughs> thought Tom was going to give me this this type of task. <laughs> Taylor, I, I, seriously, we were we were very impressed. Did you watch any of it at all, Rudy? Were you given? Did she send it to you or anything? Mm, no, I haven't seen it yet. No, but I'm, I'm listen, man. I'm listening to your story, and uh, one email five years ago changed my life, Taylor. Oh, there you go. So you are on the right path. Absolutely. Is that so, when you quit? Yep. I knew it. <laughs> no, uh, if I can give you here's two, I'll give you two real quick pieces of advice. If you want to do audio video, uh, invest in yourself. Don't buy a piece of shit camera. Buy something good that's quality. Good that, idea. that is, it's a whatever you can afford. Spend another five hundred bucks. Invest in yourself. Don't worry about the money. Just do it. Keep doing it. Don't care what other people think. If you have to take out a little bit of a loan from your parents, pay them back right away. The other thing is volunteer your time to people that are above you. That is what giving your your time will get you further in life than any sort of degree at a college, any of that. Find somebody who's above you and just go, how can I help you? And that is what will get you to where you want to go. I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, stay in touch with Brittany. Uh, Brittany, you have his number, obviously. Yep, yep, we got it. Yep. Okay, well, stay in touch with Brittany and work it out. There's no rush to get it done. I mean, if you want to start doing it right away or you have any interest in doing it at all or you want to wait a while, whatever it is, uh, we're just very impressed with your work and your attitude about the whole thing. You seem like you'd work very, very hard, which is really unusual in radio. Not so much podcasting. <laughs> but finding somebody who works hard in radios, that's it's never gonna happen, Taylor, so just let it yeah, go. Yeah, I I remember the show I ran when I was in college and, and you know, some of the rules and all that stuff I remember were very fun, but uh my the one thing my my radio director told me is you can't swear on the radio. So that's why I like about podcasting is mm-hmm. you can just be yourself. The rule that we had for that was and it was written on the wall is you can only swear once. Oh, I like that. Cause cause, you, yeah. Because if you get you swear once, you're off the radio and we're not helping you pay the fine. Yeah, and, I, and to tell you the truth, swearing once on podcast is not a bad idea either, because if you do it too much, you're going to go, this has gotten really boring. Yeah. Well, unless you're my grandpa who listens to my podcast, he thinks <laughs> he, he would much rather me just be a little more PC about it. <laughs> grandpa wants you to be PC. Take I, grandpa's notes, okay? <laughs> Those are good. What's your grandfather's first name? His name is Craig. Craig, shut up and leave Taylor alone. You heard me. <laughs> All right, Taylor, stay in touch, and I'd love to meet you in person. And if you have any interest, getting you out on the street this summer would be amazing. Well, thank you so much, and I look forward to it. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. How old is Taylor? I don't, I don't know. know. He looks He does look 10. really young. Yeah, I read that email. I, I, he had already graduated college, <laughs> yeah. so he must be mid-20s, 25 yeah, or so. Yeah. probably about right. But he looks like he's about 12. Yeah, he looks young, but man, I just he just reminds me of you, Rudy, and I loved you giving him that good advice, so that's awesome. What do you mean? He's happy. How can you remind you of Rudy? Oh, he's happy. <laughs> Burned you right to the ground, sister. In any case... We have, what's your name again? It's KB2 or something like that. I can't remember. Something like that. I One don't know. I show deals. up every morning and here I am. Oh, I was telling these people earlier this morning and I forgot to tell them. That I didn't tell you the buy story yet, did I? B-A-I, that, the drink. You know, the, you know what that stuff oh, is? Oh, yeah. My husband's obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know something. So I'm, I, 
I'm, Catherine's gone, so I've just been doing a lot of walking and working out and doing all this stuff. So last night at about so oh, eight o'clock, I went. You know what? I better sit down, calm down, because this is gonna I can go to sleep. I said, you know, I have one of those buys. That sounds really good. The coconut ones are phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. I love those. Coconut buys are amazing. So I was very thirsty, so I had two of them. I got to sleep at midnight because it's got 55 milligrams of caffeine in it. Whoa. I had no idea that stuff had caffeine in it. Why would they put caffeine in a coconut drink? It must be like a specific one because I don't think all of them have caffeine. Well, the the buy one, the buy coconut does. I thought they were like natural energy drinks or better for you energy drinks. Oh, is that what? See, I didn't even know that. I just thought they were just good. <laughs> I, I didn't know they were supposed to be an energy. I had plenty of energy till midnight, I'll tell you that. Hey, let's go. <laughs> I would have been up till four, fallen asleep, oh, and yeah. then been like, oh. oh, I have like 30 minutes until my alarm. That would have been me. <laughs> uh, that, I'm telling you, honest to God, I could not sleep at all. I'd toss and turn and toss, and I went, what the hell? And I finally got up and went out and looked at the Bible, and I went, oh, I drank 110 milligrams of caffeine before going to bed. Good idea. You guys ever had naked that afternoon? <laughs> you ever had naked juice before? No. Yeah. Yeah. You know the bottle that says naked on there. And they yeah. Have all green, sorts of, they have green machine. Yeah. Green machine. Yeah. That's the one in particular that I'm talking about because on there, you know, it says naked juice, and then it has a picture of carrots and broccoli and asparagus and yeah. Brussels right. sprouts oh, okay. and all that. If you look at the ingredients, carrots is like point zero 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 three percent of it, but there's fifty four grams of sugar in one bottle. There you go. So, but you know, there it you go. is. It's all because, like, I've looked at all the ingredients of that. It's all fruit, but here, like, fruit has so much sugar in it. Sure. It just does, and so it's it. The whole thing is just a bunch. Yeah. It's and it's like one of those things where would you normally eat three apples in one sitting? No, but we've juiced it down to one small drink, and you're like, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you crash. Yeah, hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I finally did fall asleep at at midnight. And I woke up this morning at 5.30, so, but actually, to tell you the truth, and I don't know why this would be maybe one of the three you can tell me, or a listener, I slept for five and a half hours. I woke up this morning at 5.30. I felt great, like I had slept literally for 10 hours. I don't get that. Why would that happen? It shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't. Right? I it love... shouldn't have happened, I know, but I, I woke up, you know, the, I was in a good mood until I got here, so oh, that was good, you know. So drama. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll talk to you at 3 p.m. and see if you need a nap. Christian, where's my, where's the house? <laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. What's the latest? Anything good going on? I hope. Oh boy. I mean, no. it, it's, it's tough out there with the strike. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. We're starting to see more and more cancellations. They just postponed the AFI awards with Nicole Kidman. The next two things that are coming up um, are the Tony Awards and the Tony Awards. I, I don't know if people realize this there. They do use writers guild you know, writers for the show, but they need the Tony Awards to sell tickets. And Broadway still has not recovered to pre-pandemic levels. And in order for a lot of these shows to stay open this summer, they need the Tony Awards. So people see yeah. the show and go, hey, I'm, I'm going to be there this summer. I want to buy tickets. There's a possibility that the Writers Guild will give them a waiver, allow them to use um, writers so that the show can go on. But I don't think that same thing will happen with the daytime Emmys, which are the following week. And I have a feeling either those will have to be postponed or they'll have to do something similar like with what they did with the MTV movie and TV awards where they just did little clips. They pre-taped it and that was it. I, we need entertainment. Let me ask you, everybody. I'm asking everybody this question because last night again, 
I'm whining about my wife being out of town. I do realize that. <laughs> but, you know, you got to find stuff to do, right, when you're all by yourself. you got to find stuff to do all the rest of it. I could not find one movie on Voodoo, which has thousands of movies that I had any interest in watching. Movies now are terrible. I mean, I'm not big into Ant-Man stabbing the wasp or whatever the hell that. I don't know what the hell that is. Jesus. What is that? Is all superhero stuff? I like your title better. Why weren't you watching TV? There's so much right now. I am. And that was my point, absolutely. Streaming is wonderful. Movies right now. I'm having a real... I mean, I like the auto. Uh, I have not seen a Wick yet, a Wick 4, because it's three hours long, so I'm waiting until it comes out on Voodoo so I can watch it in two or three segments. Because I'm not going to sit down for three hours and watch a movie. I just, I'm way too jittery for that, you know? So two hours is my limit. Yeah, two hours. I prefer hours a 90 minute, like in and out, couldn't but agree two more. hours. And one thing, I, I used to be a huge, I guess you could call it horror fan, I, I guess, back in the day. There was not one horror movie I would give one. These move, the horror movies are terrible now. Everybody gets stabbed in the face. Well, it's not well, horror. It's torture porn instead yeah, of yeah. actual suspense and thrills. Yeah, I want suspense and thrills. I, that's exactly. You know, Vincent Price. You know, get something written by Edgar Allan Poe. How about that? Why don't we Alfred f- Hitchcock was the master of that. I watch Alfred Hitchcock at least three times a week. I love that show. Especially the fact that he's such a smart ass at the beginning and the end. I love that about <laughs> Alfred. Because he pretended to be his twin brother on last night's episode that I was watching. <laughs> yeah, only his twin brother had a mustache. So Al- Alfred comes out wearing a mustache. All of a sudden, he's his twin brother. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> that guy was a piece of work. I guess he was something to work with. I, apparently, he used to maybe hit on the women once in a while on the set. You ever heard about that? He was that? not good to the women. He was abusive to the women. Right he here. was... Yeah, a lot of sexual harassment going on. It, so like it was Brit. not great to be in. It, it's crazy because it identified and really created careers for so many of the women who were the Alfred Hitchcock sort of muses for his yeah, films. Tippy Hedren. Yeah, yeah, she goes back and talks about her experience, and it she was does. horrific. Yep. Horrific for it was that. Terrible. It was like working with Brittany. Like I said, Rudy and I have to watch our backs constantly. Mm-hmm. They literally shuffle their backs against the wall. We do, yeah. Because I'm trying to grab them booties. <laughs> Grab them booties. That's a new album you put out, isn't it? Grab them booties. My uh, hands can't get enough <laughs> of them buns. You're a disaster. Give me, me that like dong. That. What? I just, oh. I just said like I'm trying to, I'm trying to steal your guys' body parts. I couldn't think of. Oh, I see. But seemed like I wanted to next level it. Yeah, you're right because you went. Give me that abdomen. That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, like I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. HR is calling right now. (laughs) Did you hear? She was just she was trying to talk over you there, Kristen. I don't know if you heard that or not. Did you hear this brilliant statement she just made? Oh, she can't hear it. Oh, you she can't hear it. Ah, damn it! That's too bad. Mm -hmm. That's too bad. We just had Brittany going. <laughs> <laughs> and now we got Tom going. And now we got me doing that. So there, yeah, that's wonderful news, isn't it? Um, so yeah, the 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 series, the streaming series, are fantastic. I don't think television's ever been better. Do you? Uh, well, it, it, yeah, it's been good, and now we're but now we're seeing yeah. sort of the downturn of this, unfortunately, yep. with the cutting of budgets. Um, you know, CBS has been going through it. They've asked a lot of their cast and crew on some of their shows to take pay cuts or to take episode cuts. Right. We just saw Shamar Moore, his SWAT team show, was canceled and then uncanceled within 48 hours. I didn't know that. He, he called CBS to task. He went on Instagram and said, you made an effing mistake. 
this show should not be canceled. They went back to the table because the fan outcry was so big. And they said, okay, we'll bring you back for your uh, seventh and final season, 13 episodes only. Oh, so they are bringing it back one more year. One more year, um, but again, a, a smaller season. And that's what yeah. really people are looking for. They're looking for smaller budgets, lower salaries. Sure. Because right now, advertisers have cut back because of inflation and the recession and everything else. So once advertising dollars go down, it, it's a trickle-down effect. You know, one of the things I love about streaming, too, is you go back to the Twilight Zones and the Alfred Hitchcocks and all that stuff. Uh, this is season one, episode 44. I'm like, what? I know. Jesus. I, know. I mean, they were on every week except for like eight weeks a year. Yeah, even in the 80s, uh, some shows were run 35, 36 episodes. Yeah. And I think if you like try and remember, like going back to a kid, like it really was September to about May, early June. That was your TV season. And then it was reruns all summer. But you would have a full year of episodes, which we don't get. You know, you get these short, you know, eight episodes, 13 episodes. But the problem is, too, that means that actors and crew are jumping from job to job to job. Mm -hmm. They have to do more jobs in order to make the money that they used to. That's true. No, in England, of course, if you got more than four or five, six episodes, you're going way over the top. You're going they, wild with that paycheck. They do. Honestly, got four, five, six episodes. That's all they do. We're going to get it all in the first four, five, six weeks, and then we're done. That's just how, and I love it. It's great. And two seasons max, and then they're out. You pretty much. That's exactly right. So, yeah, streaming television right now is really, really terrific. I've uh, been watching all kinds of different things. And that's the part of, of streaming that I do love is you can bounce all over the place and find whatever you're looking for. Uh, except for, for me, I just, the movies that are coming out, I just, I don't like them. Yeah, and we're officially in summer movie season. Yeah, it true. kind of kicked off this weekend with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And we're going to see almost every single week a big tentpole movie coming out. It's going to start actually next week with... Fast X, the week after that is The Little oh, yeah, Mermaid, the week right. after that is Spider-Man. So it's just going to be bam, bam, bam. It's a stacked summer, but not everyone's going to be able to rise to the top of the box office. And I think that's some of the things that the studios are going to be worried about. You've got big budgets, you add the marketing costs on top of it, and you need people to come out and buy tickets to those movies. I can see that. I love sitting in a the movie theater, too. That's the other thing that's disappointing to me, to, go, to walk up and get the, the bag of popcorn and go sit down with your soda and watch a movie in the theater. I love that experience, but these movies are just not very good. I know. It was it was so fun on Sunday, finally, like, going into the theater. I, I don't go myself that often unless it's a mm-hmm. screening. But it was the buttered popcorn. It was the yep. soda. It was the reclining seats. I was so comfortable. It was fantastic. And, and the movie is two hours. You're in, you're out. It was funny. And away you went. And I only had to say shut the F up once, which was good. I can't do it. I cannot sit and watch people on their phones in the theater talking to one another. We're not going to be doing that. I don't normally see the talking, but I do see the phones come out, and people don't know to dim their screens. I know. It's like, Jesus. He's turned on the light. And it catches your eye. Oh, yeah. And then it's so distracting. But we're at a place, and I think this is another problem with why people aren't going to the movies. They can't put their phone down for two to three hours. true. They need to constantly check it. You're right. That's a problem. And that's we've all been reprogrammed to watch these short clips. We have a short attention span. And nobody wants to be in the dark for two, three hours. What are we missing on social media? You're not missing anything. But that's what our brains are thinking because we're addicted. 
No, you're right. I, I, we need to get back to it and just uh, everybody calm down. Um, I don't know. Don't if raise your hand like you're being polite, okay? Sir or ma'am? <laughs> Sir or ma'am? Uh, Brittany Artisan. Yes, Brittany. Long-time listener, first-time question asker. Uh, we had a, a, a KB2-directed question from oh, Aaron. Oh, here we go. Uh, Aaron wrote, can you ask KB2 when we may get the Married and Children cartoon, please? Oh, you know, that, super interesting. Uh, it, a lot of people know Christina Applegate uh, was diagnosed with MS, and she's right. retired from um, working on camera. But she said she is moving forward with voicing her character for that. Aww. So she is just going into the studio now. So um, as long, and this is what I have to say, as long as that script is already written because we are in a writer's strike. Oh, yeah. Could I ask you about all a question? So this is a cartoon about married with children. Is that correct? Yes. Does dad sit on the couch with his hands down his pants? Yes. Be, does he really? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well, they make so many cartoons now that you will, cannot let kids watch. You got a cartoon with his hands like, down his pants. So I'm sure they're going to be super naughty. It's going to yeah, be probably. like, um, yeah, it'll be. Are we going to hear him like unbuckling his pants? Oh. Yeah, that's what, what he did, right? He mm-hmm. unbuckled the pants. And I loved Katie Segal in that show. I thought she was fantastic. I love that she was just, great. yeah, always begging for his D. Like yeah. always, <laughs> it just cracked me up because I'd never seen a dynamic like that. Oh, and so to me, it just cracked me up like, ew. Let's go upstairs. Al, was it Al Bundy? Al Bundy. Yeah, that's yep. right, Al Bundy. Ed O'Neill, who's mm-hmm. incredible. He's had a great career. Yeah, I agree with you. He's terrific, no question. And so much of that stuff you could never do nowadays. Oh, and I'm sure. There's one episode yeah. where all the guys of No Ma'am go to the strip club. And when they get there, they had taken the strip club and they turned it into like a poetry corner. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's a woman up on stage who is rather hefty in like a moo-moo. Oh, no. And she gets up there and she goes, my eggs, my eggs. And Al takes an actual egg and hits her with it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cut the cu- I did love that show, man. So good. I thought that show was so hilarious. So naughty. bunker of his time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to have to watch it now that a cartoon character puts his hands down. His pants. Oh, <laughs> That's got to be pretty amazing to it's see. So funny. All right, sister, go back to bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm actually going to see you in like a couple hours. So that's true. It'll be it's wonderful Tuesday. to see you again. You but get so a double dose of KB too. Was it 5:53 in the morning there? So it, it is. I actually have to go prep for a segment because after I talk with you and the family, and after I write six articles, I then have to go to the studio. So I've got. I told them to fire you. They didn't do it yet. They haven't, believe Damn it, it or not. They keep me around. They won't listen to me. Hey, can you see my hands? Yes. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I, you I don't want to know. All right. Well. HR. HR is writing so many notes today between you and Britt. I know. <laughs> oh, Britt. Rudy's the only one so far, I think, who's in the clear. Give it time. I was like, the day is young. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. All right, sister, we'll talk to you later on today, and we'll see you tomorrow as well. You bet. Bye. Thanks, like Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. KB2. I got so damn lucky. Catherine found her 11 years ago. We had never met. I still have never met her in person. I had no idea what she looked like until this show started. For 10 years, I had no idea. Not a clue. 
Yeah, she's awesome. She's just wonderful. And she's a very, very nice person. She's gone, isn't she? Yes. Okay, I don't want to say how nice she is in front of her. Don't worry. She'll never know. Away. Not the way you treat her. She'll never know. The way you treat her, the Tom. The way you treat the her, The way Tom. you treat her. That's you right there, sister. That's your impression of me? Yep. Spot on. All right, we got to take a... We got to take a break here. Be back in a couple of minutes, and then I'll take my hands out of my pants. So they'll be just wonderful. Perfect. As a cartoon character, I love the fact they have a cartoon character that does that. Mm-hmm. That's a great move. I think it's hilarious. Super funny. You know, I've been saying I've been losing weight. And I got to tell you, I'm really impressed with the program offered by MNFatLoss.com, and you'll find out in a couple of minutes why I'm so impressed. The team at MN Fat Loss has figured out the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. I have lost 17 pounds now in three weeks. That's pretty. That's impressive. I don't, I don't hear any cheering. I'm impressed. I just. Nope. Cheering or nothing. I. <laughs> That's very good cheering. I've lost 17 pounds. I've only been on the program for three weeks now. I'm feeling healthier and I got more energy. And I want to mention this again because, like I said, I have to go to client lunches. Once in a while, I'll go to a client dinner. Matter of fact, I have to go to one this Friday again. So. A lot of programs, they go, no, no, no. You go out and just eat a piece of lettuce or something. Yeah. I have learned how to dial it back to a point where I'm not going to gain what. Now, once in a while, if you're going to go out and eat at a restaurant, there's so much salt and stuff in it, you are going to put on a fake two pounds. Yeah. It's not really weight gain. It's just a fake two pounds, so much salt or whatever, holding on to water. Yeah. But yeah, they've been very patient with me about that, and I really appreciate it because I'm very—I mean, 17 pounds in three weeks, Jesus. That's impressive. If it can slow down to even two pounds a week from now on, I'd be ecstatic because that means that 15 weeks from now I would be at my goal. Dang! I love that. I've only been on the program a few weeks. I'm feeling healthier. I've got more energy. The program is safe and effective. You know me. I'm not going to count points or eat packaged prepackaged meals. I don't like those anyway. Mm-hmm. I am not going to get. Well, I'll be hypnotized by Brittany, but that's the only one. By my looks. Yes, I'm just mesmerized. There's no question. Seriously, folks, if you want to lose 20 or 30 pounds in a month or two, you really ought to check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing the weight. I feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 17 pounds in three weeks, so a little over a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. And please be sure to tell them that Tom Barnard sent you. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. This is not headline news. Amber Heard quit Hollywood and moved to Spain. Her new house is nice, but the bedroom is a dump. 
A woman who doesn't drink survived for five days on a bottle of wine when she got lost in the Australian wilderness. Proving what a lot of us already knew, alcohol is an energy drink. The eldest millennials will be turning 43 this year, so get ready to see a lot of people complaining about back pain while wearing skinny jeans. And Billy Joel turned 74 today. Billy looks good after dropping 50 pounds over the last year. Great news because it decreases his chance of having a... This is not headline news. I gotta head home. Jeez. <laughs> wasn't that bad. Oh, God. The Amber Heard joke was pretty funny. No, I, I yeah. wanted to ask you that. What, what did he mean by that? I don't get it. Uh, the bedroom is a dump? Yeah. Because she pooped in Johnny Depp's bed. Oh, see, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that whole... Was Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, that's who we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. that court yeah. case was wild. Yeah, wasn't it? And did anybody win? Yeah, Johnny did. Yeah. Well, he did win. Mm -hmm. So he didn't poop in her bed. He did not poop in her bed. Um, (laughs) At least I don't have any, like, hard evidence on that. Um, But, uh, yeah, that was... And I'm not one of those guys that watches trials, like, when Casey Anthony was on trial. It's not like I was glued to courtroom TV. But that trial, for whatever reason, I I could not get enough of it. Well, they were both huge stars, right? Yeah. So, I mean, to see the turmoil they went through. And the thing is... Did anybody really win? No. It looks like everybody was damaged. It was, I mean, that's the thing. Nobody won. Like, they should yeah. have settled. I mean, there's a possibility in some ways. I don't know, because there's so much stuff came out about both of them. It was, t- it was like airing yeah. every dirty laundry anyone's ever had. It was wild. Did they, did they, their careers both get hurt by it? Well, his had been really bad. Oh, okay. To begin with. So, if anything, I guess. <laughs> I would say there's some redemption, but at the end of the day, there's some things that came out that people were like, yeah, that's really bad. Really? Like what, weird sexual activity or something? Well, there was like email or text messages between him and actor Paul Bentney, where it was like they were saying things between each other where even if you are with somebody and you're not a big fan of them and you're going through a hard time, I mean, he was giving like Paul very explicit details of what goes on in the bedroom. It was awful to... man. Awful. Like... In the court of public opinion, nobody won. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. maybe there. I don't know. It was. It was. It was rough. That was a rough one. I just. I, my, I, but see, that's that's the difference right there. I, like you guys don't don't watch the news. I do, and you guys watch that stuff. And I like I. What what's the big show? Uh, TMZ. Mm-hmm. That's still around. Oh yeah. I just. I can't watch stuff like that. It's just too much for me. Mm. And like you guys don't like watching news in the morning, and I understand that too. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I mean, it's just the way it is. I could give a rat's ass what happens to Hollywood people. Sure. I really just don't care about them. I've met some very nice people. Jay Moore being in Studio Friday, what a nice guy he is. Mm -hmm. Hell of a nice man. Super fun. Is he still doing a lot of acting? He was just in air. The, oh, I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Yep, he has a small cameo in it, but even uh, when we were at the Edina Theater and he came on stage, and this was before you know I knew he was going to be on the show and whatnot, I remember, because oh, okay. he, he does a small part, he's got one scene, and as soon as I saw him on the screen, I went, oh, Jay Moore, like, hey, look at that, nice, yeah. just, nice little tip of the cap, because he's such a basketball guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's a big Laker fan. Yeah, getting married to Jeannie Buss. I mean, Jeannie Buss, <laughs> when they get married? I think he made a mention that it's supposed to be sometime this summer. Oh, is it really? Yeah. How long have they been together? Long time. 
Well, that's good. So, yeah. you know, that's nice to hear. Because mm-hmm. people that rush into those Hollywood marriages, man, those things don't ever work. Yeah, well, I also think that there's a little bit of people on her side, from what I can kind of gather, is there's people on her side just going, hey, by the way, uh, you and your family are worth billions, mm-hmm. and yep. you are dating an addict. So make yeah, sure point. make sure that this is uh, all, the, all the T's are crossed, I's are dotted. I wonder when they met, because he got sober, was it 21? Yeah, he's got a joke where he says, I've been with her for, I've been, no, she's been with me, I've been with her for five years, but I've only, uh, she's been with me for seven years, I've been with her for two. Yeah. Okay, oh, he's sobered up. Yeah. yeah, the first five <laughs> years he wasn't really there, yeah. Mm-hmm. She must, I mean... If she's going to go through all that, and I mean that because I've been on the other side of that, like I've been the hot mess person mm-hmm. and going to rehab and stuff, she must love him dearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's like a mutual friend of ours that had a, like a chance encounter with them out in Malibu one time and they were at Jeannie Buss's house and he's out in the ocean. Jay's out in the ocean paddle boarding and Jeannie just looked out and went, God, I love that guy. Oh, that's so that's, It is that's wonderful. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful to hear, no question about that. I, I just, uh, oh, by the way, the, who's the guy that was sitting right next to me? Is that the guy from the House of Comedy? That's Brian Gallagher, who's the manager of the House of Comedy. Oh, he is, mm-hmm. because I, had, I have not met him. Yeah, good because dude. It's been a couple, two, three years since we've had comedians. Like I said, that was a big, big moment for me, and I hope we can continue on and have comedians in every week on Thursdays and Fridays or Fridays or whatever. I think having comedians on is a wonderful thing. And you guys wouldn't remember this, but 37 years ago, obviously you don't remember because you weren't born and you were three, I think, mm-hmm. or four. Nobody ever let comedians on their show until the KQ Morning Show did, and then it kind of blew up around whatever. And the only reason it did is because I didn't give a rat's ass if they went off the deep end or not. Mm-hmm. They're comedians. They're funny people. They're not like you and me, first of all. You have to understand that. You guys do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the listeners have to understand. They're, they're not like other people. They just aren't. And their humor is always built on something uh, that harmed them. Some painful Some, aspect. Something painful, yeah. It all, well, let me put it this way. If it's not, you're really not that funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I'm really worried because we're giving Gogo this, like, really awesome childhood. And I'm like... Are you going to have any personality? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Alex's wasn't exactly a tough going. She's got a lot of personality. That's true. So. I mean, she didn't. Her racehorse was not very pretty. So. Oh, wasn't it? I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about that. The only time I was ever near that horse when that some bitch bit me on my tricep, bastard. I think. God, I, did that hurt? I can't even remember. There's some show that's from where they're like, she's like, I had a hard childhood. We had an ugly racehorse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough, man. That's a rough go. If your racehorse is, a, yeah, it's interesting. I, I see, and I think that's a good thing because we have a generational shift on this show from one to another to another. Uh, I watch a lot of news. You guys watch a lot of entertainment television. That's a good thing because. You know, we can cover all things that way, and it all works out in the end, because I, I don't ever watch entertainment television. I tried watching TMZ, and it just got to be too much. You guys watch that? Never. No, it's so yeah. But it yeah. is funny. It's like a very funny, like if I was going to be on a TV show and put minimal amount of effort, that's the one I'd want to be on. Mm-hmm. They just stand they there. Anything. No, you stand there drinking a giant water, yep. done and done. I can do yeah. that, and yep. go, what about... What about, a, you know, uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? What's she doing? And then that's a clip of Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, I could yeah. be on that show. Mm-hmm. What is it? What, 30 Mile Zone? Is that what TMZ stands for? 
I, th- I believe so, yeah. I think it's 30 miles. It's I the, didn't even know that. It's the area around Los Angeles. What is wrong with my brain that I've never, I've seen TMZ a million times. I use them for like news here and there where like, you know, if you're looking up a celebrity thing, never in my mind as I thought, what does that stand for? Well, but you should have known because it was based on DMZ. It was. They kind of stole the idea from DMZ I, to TMZ. I know, but my mind is blown right now because yeah, that really? now that you said that, I've never thought about it. I don't know if he's ever, has he ever talked much about the TMZ? I don't know. I, I imagine him, if the information's out there, he probably did at some point. That's you're talking, you're talking about Harvey, right? Is that the, the guy that owns it? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Harvey. Is it Levinston? Harvey, that sounds right. Harvey Levin? I think it might just be Harvey yeah, Levin. Maybe, Harvey yeah. Levin sounds right. I think that is right. I'm not sure. Like I said, I haven't watched it. I, I watched it years ago, but it's just not my kind of deal. All that gossip news and all that stuff has never been. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, this says uh, the term 30-mile zone originated in the 1960s when, due to the growth of location shoots, studios established a 30-mile zone to monitor rules for filming in Hollywood. Mm, Yep, so the unions took over. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that is, too. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, you got to have unions. Can you imagine acting in Hollywood without a union? Imagine how you'd be treated. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> yeah. No, I've done non-union work in town, and it is a mess. Oh, is it it's really? It's an absolute mess. And the first time I remember really? being on a union shoot, and they were like, oh, we're going to break for lunch. What would you guys like? And the, it was like lobster <laughs> and steak. And I there was know. all these things. I've, I've done films sometimes where they're like, hey, craft services are in the other room, and you walk in, and it's a loaf of Wonder Bread and bologna. And you're like, okay, well, I guess that's what we're eating today. It blows your mind I if guess. you're not from that world. So I've got a cousin who he makes commercials all the time. That's what he does. He makes. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's worked with so many people where he's like, oh, he knows Tom. He knows whatever. But um, so Adam, he makes commercials all the time. And he's once was like, hey, we need a, 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 a somebody, to, an assistant to help out. Do you want to make some extra cash? And I was mm-hmm. in my 20s. I was like, yes. And they were sure. filming some. Like uh, all terrain, like uh, four wheeler hyped up, like commercial thing where they were just doing these shots and going under it and all mm-hmm. these things and whatever. I, what blew my mind is that they fed you breakfast, mm-hmm. lunch, and dinner. What other job does that? Like, I brought my little sack lunch, and they're like, right. yeah, go ahead, set that down over there. <laughs> we have an egg station with mm-hmm. a sous chef. I was like, what the? I was like, no wonder you guys work till midnight because why would you leave here? Yeah. It was amazing. Do you know that over when we first moved to that building with the queue, the one over on the campus or just off the campus? Yeah, yeah. You know that I offered to hire a chef to come in in the morning and make breakfast and they wouldn't let me do it. What the frick is that about? I literally was going to pay someone to come in every day and make everybody breakfast and lunch and they wouldn't do it. I mean, the station wouldn't do it. The chef was ready to go. Sure. I used to get, when I was an intern, and you would come in, I'd get so excited because it would for sure be a McDonald's run. <laughs> it's and great I, to be bringing was, chow with you them. Know, yeah, you're so broke, right? Like, because I was so broke. Oh, God, yeah. And you're like, and I would always be like, I'll wait and, you know, see if you, whatever. And you're like, hey, Britt, do you want to run to McDonald's? And I always, first off, love leaving work. So I was always very excited. Well, it was only like two blocks away, so yeah, that but wasn't like, bad. I loved it. Like, if yep. I wish you would have sent me farther, because like I get to go out in the, my car. <laughs> Never and, come like, back. Yeah, exactly. 
And then you'd be like, oh yeah, make sure, you know, of course pick something up for yourself, you know? And you'd always give me this like crisp $100 bill. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get an Egg McMuffin. I'm starving. And I love, that was like so fun to me. It was great. And that's, I I don't know why they just would, I, they tried to offer some like, oh, it's an insurance issue. No, it's not. Insurance. Oh my God, the burner got way too high. Give me a break. <laughs> Burner got too hot. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.